been praying for someone, and she, as she was praying for that person, she saw um, thorns in the person's head. And I thought, okay, thorns, thorns, okay. And then later the day, I was with Jenna, and we had some girls at the Dream, and we had like a debrief at a coffee shop with them, and they handed me a packet of Hewlett sugar, not that I take sugar, <laughs> but this, you know that Hewlett sugar always has like messages on, and this message was the following, it said, those who choose love instead of hate often have to wear a crown of thorns. Three in a day. I'm going, Lord, I'm on the right track. What, what is the thing with the crown of thorns, Lord? What do you want to say to us about the crown of thorns? And I was excited, and I prayed, and I spent time with the Lord, and I spoke to Jack. And the next moment, the Lord showed me something I've never seen or heard before. We speak about the cross and what God or Jesus did for us. By his stripes, we are healed. He was bruised for our iniquities. And, and we know that the punishment for our peace was upon him. I'm holding this thing as far away as I can. Um, okay. So everything of the cross we know Jesus did for us so that we don't have to go through it. He took the curse. He took the sin. He took the shame all on the cross so that we don't have to go through it. But what about the crown of thorns? And the Lord showed me that when the crown of thorns, that the lies of the enemy pierces our mind and we don't remove the thorns, the negative thinking, the, you know, we all have thoughts that bombard us all the time with lies. You're not good enough. Um, you take your own life. You're not worthy. You are depressed. You've got bitterness, resentment, anger, hatred. All these things poison our minds. And we need to remove them because if you don't, that poison stays there. And I said, Lord, that's amazing. And the Lord said, but Juanette, you did the same. I'm going, probably. So what did I do? And the Lord reminded me, I don't know if you remi remember a few months ago when I was preaching, I said to you that I don't like preaching. It, it's, it gives me anxiety and and panic and fear, and they, it was really, I did it, but I did it afraid. And the Lord reminded me about 10 years ago, the very first preach I did in Craddock Street. I was asked to preach, and I was preparing my message, and the Friday I had to go and present what I was going to preach about. And a team just tried to help me and say, oh, but you, 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 you must have a, a, um, a beginning, and a middle, and a conclusion, and an end, and they lost me. Right. Have you met me? <laughs> I don't do order. <laughs> I'm just like, randomly things happen. Thank you, Lord. And, uh, and, and there, I partnered with, I can't do this. I partnered with fear. But it was so subtle. It was a thought. I didn't even know that it was, I took it. How many times a day do we just partner with a lie, with something someone says, and it comes in, and we don't even take a moment. It only takes a moment. But we don't take that moment to capture that lie, to say, uh-uh, I don't receive this. 
I'm not going to part them with this. This is not my story. My case is different. This is not for me. And we don't do that. But we need to remember that these thorns, the lies are powerful if not removed immediately. We've all had a thorn in our flesh. I mean, what do you want to do? The first thing is to get it out. Yet we don't take out the thorns in our mind. And I really believe that God wants us to pay attention because Jesus took it on the cross for us so that we don't have to. So I want to show you a, a short clip. We're going to show it twice, two times, because it is so fast. So watch it twice. <laughs> watch quickly. <laughs> I trust in me. I know I can't be bothered with that. I have no time for that sort of nonsense. Do it again. I trust in me. I know I can't be bothered with that. I have no time for that sort of nonsense. I truly believe that. I want you to remember this because that's what we need to do. Is not today Satan and tomorrow doesn't look good either. We just don't have to receive this. Remember, Jesus on the cross overcame all the works of Satan so that shall in no way harm us, Luke 10, 19. If, if it's all, it means all. There's none left. We need to renew our minds according to God's way of thinking. It's important what you think about. Think about what you think about. Do we even think about what we think about? It's important because the word of God also says, guard your heart and your mind because the issues of life flow out of that. So if we look at these scriptures, 2 Timothy 3, 2, people will be self-centered lovers of themselves and obsessed with money. They will boast um, of great things and they will strut around in the arrogant pride and much Mark, you see, I can't even read without my glasses. Let me see where you go. <laughs> and Mark, all that is right. Now, look at that as well as Matthew 10, 6 verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So why do I start with the thoughts and then I jump to kingdom? Because kingdom is where we can operate and let his kingdom come on earth as is in heaven, but not when you have poison thoughts. You cannot, you cannot bring that kingdom and live in it successfully, not even just for yourself, but for others, which Jesus said we need to do. If we don't believe that we can, if we don't believe that we truly have been saved and that we truly are renewed and that we can operate with the authority that Jesus has given us over all the work of the enemy so that his kingdom can be established on earth as it is in heaven. I don't know about you, but the world doesn't look like the kingdom right now. Not what I think it should be. It's not what is in heaven. And I've heard this story once someone said, God, do something. Why, why don't you do something? And God said, why don't you do something? I made you to do something. The world looks the way it does because we are not doing our job. We are not ruling and reigning as we should. What Jesus said to us to rule and reign. He told us that we need to take the authority he's given us and bring and establish his kingdom here. So we are the problem. 
He's not the problem. He's done all he has. He can do. Jesus cannot die again on the cross. He's done it all. He said it is finished. I've done this. So we, we need to work with that. So basically, how do we renew our minds? Okay. If we now realize we can't take the crown of thorns and we need to renew our minds, how do we practically do that? We need to meditate on the word because that's where truth is. Take the lie out, replace it with truth. Truth is the word of God. When you read the word of God, what happens inside? Life comes. All of a sudden, we come alive, especially Psalms. When you pray Psalms, life starts to flow, hope starts to come, and everything else changes. That is how we meditate. Remember, meditation, Eastern meditation is empty your mind. I mean, what's going on there? But, but Christian meditation is to meditate on the Word of God. We put something in. We don't take anything out. We put it in, and then we, we think about it. We ponder. I mean, I hate that we hear messages on Sunday and by Wednesday at home, so we go, what was that about again? I know it was good. You know, what, what, what? No, we need to meditate on what God is releasing. Think of it. Play it over and over. God, what are you saying to me about this? So that we have got this inside. When anybody needs it, you've got a word in season because it's inside. You don't have to say, let me go and quickly find a verse. You've got it inside because we're going to need it to rule and reign and bring kingdom. We have to be able to have it inside. So meditate on the word. Recognize and instantly remove the line. I spoke about that. Recognize it, remove it before the poison gets in. And then the third thing, change it or choose it. If you don't change things in your life, you choose it. We have to be different. Somehow, some way, we're going to have to start acting different than the world. We claim that we have the answer, Jesus but we just don't deliver because we don't fix it in our own lives. So change the way you think. Here's a thought. If you don't like the thought, change it. Nobody says you have to keep that thought. Change the way you think and then choose to act differently. Become what you read. Present that to the world and to people around us. Selfless love is part of this because Jesus on the cross, that was the epitome of selfless love. Come on, he gave it all. You cannot love more than give your life on a cross. And then he says to us, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and being, and your neighbor as yourself. So we love ourselves because he loves us and he's in us, he's love enabling us to love what he made us to be and stop criticizing ourselves morning, noon, and night. Embrace who you are. Love who you are. He loves when you love who you are because it says, good job, God. Good job, God. Thank you. Thank you that you made me the way I am. I love that, Lord. And then, and then when I feel good and I have that joy, I can then love others. I can tell you one thing. If you have a bad day, you're not a blessing to anyone around you. Come on. You don't feel good about yourself. How can you be good to anybody else? It's true. So what we need to do is we receive that 
we feel that because what is the kingdom? You see, between the thorns, I've got a point with all of this, by the way. I think they'll be proud of me. <laughs> I'm growing. I am growing. Oh, thank you, Dave. Dave says he's already proud of me. Thank you. So, so, so from the crown, removing the lies, loving who God made you to be, loving others brings kingdom, okay? So I want to read Romans 12, verse 1 and 2 with our glasses. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life. Does that sound familiar? Mm. And place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond, not in a few months, quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. What a goal. How easy is that presented to us? That just really relates. That just really makes me feel I can do this. So what is kingdom? Why am I so kingdom focused? I say to Marlies, anything that people talk about me, all I want them to know is I'm passionate, obviously, about Jesus. But I'm passionate about kingdom. I'm passionate about that. That is our assignment, is kingdom. And that is my life. I lay my life down for that. So what is kingdom? It's the king's domain. Easy. King's domain. So what is it? The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness. Right standing with God. When you know that you are 100% right with God, how does that make you feel? Ah, all is right in this world. I'm right with God. You are 100% right with God, even if you had a fight on the way to church this morning. Yes, because Jesus made us right with God. We can't be right, made right in our own strength. He made you 100% right with God. And when we feel we are right with God, that releases peace. And peace, joy. When you have peace and you have joy, oh my word, are you going to live kingdom? Yes, because when you are joyful, all you want to do is bless people and be nice and kind and pray for people everywhere you go because you've got this joy. You are right with God. You've got peace and you want to just release that. It's a natural outflow. That is why we have to be right with him so that the kingdom can be expressed easily. And then, so... I, 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 I'm so excited. I've got like a million things in my head all at once. I'm going to make you excited as well. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let it be. Just rain down excitement, Lord. Okay, so, um, so I don't know which testimony first. Okay, Freddie, let me start there. So we have this prayer request for Freddie's son, Caleb. 
and Caleb, um, was it, I don't know, Thursday, Wednesday, I don't understand, he collapsed and was taken with the ambulance to, to the hospital, tested, nothing, came back, um, had another episode, rushed back to hospital, all kinds of tests, CAT scans, lumbar punch, the whole thing, and they can't find anything wrong. A third time, back to the, to the hospital, ambulance in and out, stress, trauma. I mean, just imagine your child collapsing, just lying there, don't know what's going on, limp, can't even walk, can't do anything for himself. And he's 14 years old. So we gave it a bit and we prayed and prayed and prayed. And then I just felt the Lord say, we need to go and minister to him. Now, this is selfless love in the sense that 14 degrees, raining, wet. I like to be with my fireplace at that stage. I don't want to go out in the rain and go and pray for someone. But you know what? Compassion and love forces us to do things that we wouldn't normally do. We get over our flesh. Selfless love. Less of self. More of others. It's a good pray. Good pray. Good pray. So I went and I said to um, Krista, Krista, she's my neighbor, four houses up. Krista, how about you and I go and pray for him at home? She goes, I'm in. So we go and God was incredible because here this boy is sitting limp, eyes closed, pale, just leaning against his sister and lifeless. And the, everybody's stressed and worried and concerned. And, and we just started praying. And I said, Holy Spirit, I don't know what to do, but I know you do. And Holy Spirit, you are in me. You're in Krista. So the minute we walked into that house, God's domain, the king's domain manifested because what did he say? He's within us. The kingdom of God is inside you, within you, says the word. So where we go, we release his kingdom. And we realized this was a spiritual attack. This boy gave his life to the Lord two weeks before. He was chosen to go on a leadership camp on that weekend. And then on the Wednesday, all these symptoms started coming. And it was an attack. So we started binding and loosing and just ministering, and the Lord showed deliverance. And then talking, talking, praying, asking Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit revealed, because I know nothing. I was just the hands and feet. I was just there. That's what kingdom is, to go. And the minute we started realizing there was a curse placed on him, there were word curses, there was a curse, and we started breaking that we did deliverance. And I said to him, Caleb, can you open your eyes? And this was his, his response. Little, little, I could barely see his eyes. He couldn't open his eyes properly. We started doing deliverance and deliverance and deliverance. And the more we did deliverance, he started shaking, manifesting things, demons left. And you know what happened? By, was it five minutes? He sat up and his eyes were open, wide open. He was completely set free. We walked out so overwhelmed of joy, of Holy Spirit, of Jesus' faithfulness. 45 minutes later, he got up by himself for the first time in a week. He went, he took a bath, he got up, he left, he's on this camp, completely set free. That's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, as it is in heaven. We need to do this. We need to, we need to do 
practically what Jesus gave us a commission to do. Go, preach, lay hands on the sick, deliver them from demons. That is a commission. I can't deliver anybody from a demon, but he, I believe that he wants to. And when we just go and we train, he does it. Remember, we don't try because try means you can fail. But when you train, you get stronger and you practice and you do it more and more. And God is faithful and your faith is built up that you just go and release the answer. <laughs> oh, so excited. So excited. God is amazing. He is who he says he is. So when I confessed my fear of preaching, the Lord delivered me. I have just been excited about this morning. I've not had one ounce of fear because his kingdom came and set free. We have to live in that understanding that we have got the power and the authority right here in our hands. And there's a world desperate to receive it. Desperate to receive it. Everywhere we go, I think we can pray for people the whole day, so much so that I can hardly get anything done. Go to Willie's, there's a tani, she's limp, she's got a fever, she's so ill, and I can, and she's just sitting there, and I go to her and I say, Tani, you do, don't look well, can I pray for you? Yes, I said, believe me, and I started just praying for her, and the Lord just came and touched her. We've got the answer. How can we not release it? We can all release it. You don't have to be special. I know. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Really, really, Lord. So practically, what does this mean? I think you can go and another one. Yo, that, just to make it legal what I said. If I drive out demons, <laughs> if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Can you see that? It's kingdom. It's biblical. It's God's plan. Okay, so you can turn to the next one. Yeah, practically. So, oh, this is so cool. I like this. I know my kids think I'm lame, but I don't care. Okay, <laughs> believe. I love to play with words. So, the, and this was Holy Spirit because I can't think out these things by myself. I just went, do I believe that I can do this for the Lord? And I want to challenge you today. Do you believe you can do this for the Lord? So, a bee is something, as a creature, that does sweetness and healing, and it pollinates, and it leaves, leave wherever, leave, you leave it. So if you have the bee, the sweetness, the honey, the healing, and you leave, believe, you leave it with, with them. As you go, you leave the kindness and the goodness. So believe. When you think about believe again, you the bee, and you can leave the goodness of the bee. There we go. Marshan, this one was for you, my boy, if you get to listen to this. <laughs> okay, and so what do we do practically? First of all, we believe, then we pray on the spot. I often hear people say, please pray for me. Pray then. Why do you want to walk away and go pray and then forget? And then you feel horrible that you thought you, you were going to pray and you never did. Just pray right there. Can I pray for you now? Thank you. Pray right there. Or if you can't, then just as you walk away, pray instantly on the spot. It's so powerful. And then serve, doing things for others and reach, release the gift that the Lord has given you. This is how we practically live the kingdom and his domain. So I've got a conclusion. 
So my conclusion is the following. Ha. Right thinking leads to peace and joy and selfless love, which leads to releasing kingdom on earth as, as it is in heaven. People are saved, healed, and blessed. They meet Jesus, and he is glorified. Amen. This is our lifestyle. This is legal. This is what we are called to do. So this week, may we meditate on this word and be, leave kindness and goodness everywhere we go so that we operate with that authority he's given us, releasing kingdom, seeing lives change and transformed, healings take place, and that they and us will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you. Short but sweet. Wasn't that amazing? Maybe we can just uh, take this with us. Won't we just for a moment, just close your eyes for a moment. What is the lie that you've been believing about yourself? What is the lie? What is the lie that keeps on coming up? Whenever you want to step out and do something for the Lord, there's a nagging thought that's preventing you from doing that. Identify that. Call it a lie this morning. Call it a strategy of the enemy this morning. Let's lift that up and say, Lord, thank you for your crown of thorns. Thank you, Lord, that we can pluck that out. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us the authority and the ability to pluck that lie out this morning and for our lives to be transformed and changed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I just want to pray for it. One other thing, that you'll give us the boldness and the courage to believe less of ourselves, to believe more of you, and help us, Father, to be world changers as we do that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that we don't go alone and insecure. We go with you as our Father, with the commission from heaven and the ability to see your kingdom come on this earth through our lives in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's go and spread the good news. Let's do that. Thanks, Toinette. That was such a blessing. If you need any prayer, please don't go home with your ailment.